brought to you by the WZIP sports team. This is Sports Power Talk Overtime. Featuring in-depth interviews. Someone brings a video up and was like, hey, look at this. And we all kind of watch it. And to be honest with you, we all just kind of like chuckled and, and just <laughs> thought nothing of it. Exclusive original content. They do need Austin. Every Theory. brand needs Austin. That's no. why SmackDown won. That's why SmackDown won. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. they got Austin Theory. And of course, the hottest takes. Kings Celtics. Okay. If we see Kings Sixers, I'll sell my dog. <laughs> Man, you heard it here first. Mitch Bates is going to sell his dog. So get ready because it's time for SPT Overtime. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of WZIP Sports' SPT Overtime. I am your host, Logan Congrove, and joining me today is Akron Women's Basketball student-athlete Annie Watson. Annie, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Let's jump right into it. Annie, talk about what brought you to the game of basketball at a young age. So from a young age, I have three older brothers, so like I've always just been involved in like the world of sports. And like we had a basketball hoop in our driveway, so like I was always just playing outside with my brothers. And then my dad played basketball like throughout his life, so he coached me when I was like five years old in like YMCA basketball. And ever since then, I've just kind of grown fond of it and love the game. So would you say, other than your brothers and your dad, who were some of your early influences when you were starting out? I would say my high school coach because she started watching me since I was in like fifth or sixth grade. So she had a big impact on my game and like getting to high school and where I wanted to be. Talk about some of those early experiences pre-high school. Did you play for any club teams and how did that help build you to be a college athlete now? Yeah, so when I was in about fourth grade, I started playing like competitively traveling for AAU and like the team I started on ended up like breaking down and then I ended up playing up like two age groups so that was a huge like growth year and that's like at 10 11 years old so like that was a really big and important part of that then I ended up playing for smack from like fifth grade all the way till junior year smack a pretty big club in the area for basketball talk about your development within smack and how that helped you um my development within smack I would say was huge defensively because my coach specifically um Andre Galt he was very every detail in practice like as soon as you messed up it was stop let's fix it let's talk Mm -hmm. about it so like he was very detail oriented and I think that's a huge part like especially in college basketball like to get on the court like you have to play defense because everyone who plays division one college basketball like you can score like that's just how it goes so playing defense is definitely like a huge part of that and I think that was my biggest like growth within that organization talk about your skill set that you kind of learned early on bringing it into d1 level even high school what did you learn about yourself early on that you knew you would be good at to take into the next level? Um, I think just my, honestly, like, I don't think you can teach aggression. Like, to be, like, playing with <laughs> playing with my brothers, like, it's just, like, I had to be aggressive if right. I wanted to do anything. So, like, playing with girls, like, from a young age, like, one of the moms, like, had a joke and she would call me the freight train because once I got the ball, <laughs> like, I was just going and, like, I was going to drop my shoulder, like, finish, like, and I think that's a big part of now because now, like, I've kind of changed positions and I'm a post player now, so, like, using that strength and like dropping the shoulder from a young age like now that's transferred over and I can use that where I'm at now heading into your career at St. Vincent St. Mary have some stats here read off to you I'm sure you've heard these many times a four-year letter winner at St. Vincent St. Mary High School as a senior you average 11 points five rebounds with three steals and two assists per game and you finish your prep career with 873 points a 2022 All-Ohio Inland First Team honoree as All-Ohio Special Mention and a first team WTC BCA selection also a three-time district qualifier and was an OHSA state finalist in 2019. 
Talk about that state final in 2019 and what you learned from that season. That season, so that was my freshman year. That was an awesome experience. And I would say like coming in as a freshman, I actually, um, at the beginning of the year, like I came in like, oh, like I'm gonna play varsity. And then like she, my coach made me play a few games of JV cause she was like, I don't want your head big. Like this is what you have to do. Mm -hmm. So I played a few games of JV and then I ended up, one of our seniors got hurt and I ended up like starting half the season for varsity. And then going on that state run was just such an awesome experience. Cause it's like, you just, every game, it's like, this is your last one. Like you have to play like it's your last one. And I think what was important with that was like, I was a freshman, so like, that's not my last game. Like I can do this next year, the year right. after that and another year, but like, the connection I had with like my team and my seniors, like it was like playing for them, like competing for them. And that experience was just super cool. And like being able to get that far just like makes you more hungry for it within the next years. Talk about the special presence of basketball at St. Vincent St. Mary, obviously with LeBron attending there and both teams being very good throughout all the years. Talk about being a part of a program that is so well regarded in the state of Ohio. Yeah, that was a super cool experience. Like anywhere you went, as soon as you were like, oh, like I go to St. Vincent, St. Mary, everyone's like, oh my gosh, like the basketball school, <laughs> the LeBron school. Like, have you ever met LeBron? Like, that's super cool. And like, yes, like I have. Like, <laughs> he's like come to games, or like he comes to football games, and like we get to talk to him. Or like, one of the coolest experiences with going to such like a basketball oriented school was my senior year, we started playing in the Chosen One tournament, which we would fly to LA and the men's and women's team fly to LA and then the other four high schools that were sponsored by LeBron would all go play in a tournament at the Lakers stadium. Oh wow. So that was like super, super cool. And like I had literally have like a highlight film like playing on the Lakers <laughs> court. And like that was super cool. LeBron was there, like we talked to him, got a picture with him. And like just the gear there, like we were super spoiled. Like being at <laughs> that, that was my high next school, question. Yeah. We were so spoiled like insanely spoiled with like our training room, like everything like that we have here, like at this level, like same V had because it was such a high level basketball school, but it was super cool. And like the attention was definitely always there. So absolutely. Yeah. I'm unfortunately a Walsh guy myself. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> but talk about maybe some of the rivalry games that you played in with Walsh, Hoban and what those experiences were like in high school. Yeah. The rivalry games were awesome. Um, playing the, my freshman year, actually playing Hoban, we played here at Akron because like the games are so big, like mm -hmm. we didn't play at our own gyms. And that experience was just awesome because you were already like playing at a D1 on a, that court and like having that big like atmosphere. And like, I just feel like playing with like, like the, when the lights come on, like who's gonna, who's gonna play and perform. And I feel like, like that was always my favorite thing. Like those are when I had my best games was like rivalry games. like. Walsh, Hoban, St. V. Like it was just a little trifecta of like the three of us always competing and going back and forth. So that was just super cool and like always having an atmosphere to compete in rather than just like a typical like, oh, a high school girls game. Mm -hmm. Like there's not that many people. Like we always had a good crowd and it was fun. Did you, when you played at the University of Akron in high school, did you start to maybe kind of think this is somewhere that you might want to go just by playing on the court or was that not a thought early on? It was a thought early on. I started getting recruited by Akron my freshman year so like it was a thought already for sure because like by the time I was already getting recruited by Akron I was playing here so I was like oh like this is super cool like this atmosphere is awesome like so yeah it was definitely already like on my mind. Leading up to like your senior year where were you at with playing college basketball and where were you thinking that the level of play could be at for you? Yeah so I would say from like a younger age being a freshman like the recruiting process was always quick for me in a, a way because like some people might not get recruited for like their junior year, like especially like at this level. But 
freshman year, like, I started getting, like, D1 looks and talking to schools and just all these coaches. The process is super cool, but it's also kind of stressful because you're like, dang, like, I have to let this coach down this and that and, right. like, move on. But, like, you got to do what's best for you. And, honestly, my process was a little bit different because COVID hit, and that then gave, like, fifth years, like, an extra year to come in. So, like, scholarships and, like, everything mm -hmm. was kind of crazy. So by the time my senior year, I committed pretty late. Um, I committed at the end of my senior season, which is late. But um, I was between – I knew that I was going to play Division One, but I was between a school in New York, Long Island University, and Akron. Then I decided that I was going to stay home. My dad definitely had a part of convincing me, like, play at home, your family's here, like, we love coming to games. So I think that was a big part of it. You mentioned the COVID season. Talk about being a student athlete during that time and how difficult that was. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, it was really hard because just like the sport, like it's a contact sport. Like you're going to be sweating on people. You're going to be high-fiving people. Like everything you're going to do is interacting with people. And like on every time you came out, like you're trying to breathe and like you have to put on a mask. Like you can't do this, you can't do that. And then shutdowns. Like if someone on your team got COVID, like your team was out for like two weeks or right. like – whether it was your team or a team you're supposed to play, then your schedule's messed up because now the other team got COVID and they can't play. So now your schedule's messed up and you're getting less games. You're getting less this, less that. It was super crazy. And then, like, traveling, like, you always had to – like, we had to do tests or, like, the year we were going to L.A., like, mm -hmm. before we flew out, everyone had to either have the vaccine or have, like, a negative test within, like, that week. So it was just – it was definitely a crazy process. And the recruiting was the craziest part of it all because, again – once they gave that COVID year, that fifth year for the college athletes, that took out like that whole freshman class. Cause they're like, oh, like if a coach is choosing like, oh, let me bring in an inexperienced freshman who I have to build from the bottom or a senior who's been in my system for four years, who knows everything. Like obviously right. they're gonna make that choice and take that experienced already built senior. But it was crazy, but it was stressful. But I think like everyone ends up where they're supposed to be. So through that process, like, you still got to where you need to be. Were you ever worried that that was something that would affect you? Yes. As soon as um, COVID hit, it, I wasn't immediately like, oh, this is like sucks for me. I was just like, oh, like I'm out of school. Like this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, once like you started talking to coaches and they're like, oh yeah, like we still want you. But if this fifth year says they're going to stay, like, I'm sorry, but like, we're not going to be able to like, continue this scholarship offer and it's just like dang like do they really want me or do they yeah. just like want me just in case as backup so then you kind of have to make your choice like is this the coach that really cares about me should I wait out and see for this or should I just move on and like go somewhere else sticking with the recruiting process what were some of your conversations like with Akron um again they started recruiting me early on so from like the beginning it was just you know we like you obviously like it's early we're gonna keep watching you develop um, and then once it got like towards the end where I was like really making a decision again, like I was between Long Island and New York and Akron and I had just gotten back from my visit in New York. And like at the time it was Melissa Jackson. She mm -hmm. called me and she's like, please don't commit there. Like come here, come on another visit. Like we want to have you here. And I came on that last visit and like I committed on the visit. I was like, I'm here. Like I'm staying. That's awesome. Talk about that last visit. What were some of the things that really drew you in that? were said or maybe that you saw that swayed you towards Akron for sure. Yeah, I would say the family atmosphere of the team. Like last year's team, this year's team is great too. It's a ton of new. But last year's team, like when I came on my visit, that last visit, 
Like, everyone was just, like, hanging out in the team lounge, just talking. Everything was, like, just so natural. And, like, you could tell it wasn't fake. Especially with girls, like, it can be clicky. Mm-hmm. Like, things can be weird. But, like, normally you can tell. So, like, when I came, I was like, wow, like, this team really gets along. Like, this is great. Like, this is what I want to be a part of. So, I would say the biggest thing was definitely just, like, the family atmosphere. Aside from the coaches, if you could pinpoint one or two players that were on the team at that time that really swayed your opinion, who would they be? Um... <laughs> I would say Zakia Rashid. She is a very outgoing, like, fun, just, like, welcoming person. And another person that I talked to a lot that day was Annika. She ended up transferring, but, like, me and her were talking about our dogs. And, like, I love my (laughs) dog. So, like, we were bonding over our dogs. And I was like, oh, like, this is great. Like, she has her dog on campus. So, like, if I can't have mine, like, there is a connection for that. But, yeah, I would say those two stuck out a lot. Give the floor to your dog. What type of dog do you have? <laughs> I have a Red Fox English Lab. Okay. He is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love yeah. the dog. Um, now, once you get to the University of Akron, uh, talk about maybe your first season and some things you experienced early on that you either liked or didn't like that kept you going throughout the year. Okay. My first season last year, I would say the biggest thing was just like kind of getting humbled like everyone being the best player in high school like we're all coming in like oh like we were the best player in high school like obviously we're all at the same level so once you come here it's just kind of like a little bit of a shock like oh like everyone's as good as me or like they're better than me now because they've been here so I would say my biggest thing that I took from last year was stepping into a different role of instead of being the scorer who needs to do this and needs to do everything for the team like I had to take a step back and step into the role of, like, I'm going to have the most energy on the bench. Like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be here for my team in every way that I can. And then also last year, like, my whole life I've been a guard. So then last year I came in, I got moved to a post. So that was a big change for me. Not playing was a big change. And then also, like, I ended up fracturing my thumb and then getting a concussion. So I was also injured for a good amount of the season. So How were you able to power through those injuries mentally? I would say that I'm – very injury prone my whole life I've had a lot of injuries so I'm very used to having to sit out which always isn't fun Mm -hmm. but I just feel like I'm I was always in a good like mental place of like you know it's my freshman year like I'm hurt like I can still be here for my team and do what I need to do to continue to get better and like be in the role that I was in last year I wasn't super worried about it because I was like you know I can still help my team in every way that I need to right while being injured and I kind of took it of the route of like I can actually heal like in high school when I'm hurt oh no my team needs me I'm gonna rush back from this injury yeah. and not heal so it was nice to be able to like heal fully and be like okay like I'm still helping my team in every way that I can so I feel like it was just like finding the light like in every little situation type of thing. In your debut, you had a 11 point and five rebound game. Talk about your collegiate debut and how exciting that was for you to finally get on the floor and contribute. Yeah, that was super exciting. Um, a lot of my family was at that game. I had like three cousins there, my aunt, my uncle, my dad, like all of my brothers, my mom. So that was super, super cool to be there and like actually go out and like compete. And I just felt like, like I felt good. Like I didn't go out there and feel feel like a deer in like headlights I was like oh like this is where I'm supposed to be like I did make it to my goal my whole life is playing division one college basketball like I made it and I'm doing it so it was a super cool experience as a season as a whole obviously not as many wins as you would have liked to have in your first year talk about maybe the adjustment from coming from a high school program that is so prone to winning to a 
college program that maybe doesn't have as much success early on? Yeah, that was definitely different. I feel like the biggest difference was just like adjustments afterwards because like again like coming from Saint be like a more winning program we were very much like just after the game like oh good job now let's focus on the next thing or like let's do this and last year was like oh like we lost so no let's go back look at our film do this do that and then progress on to focus on the next game so I feel like it was just more of like more learning because you were taking everything from those losses and learning from it absolutely you got to participate in the mac tournament in your freshman year talk about that experience playing on the cavaliers court even though it was branded with mac gear stuff like that but obviously still a cool experience despite the loss talk about just getting to be with your team in that moment and if you were expecting anything out of it yeah the atmosphere there was also very cool but i think the coolest experience of going to that mac tournament is being at akron like other teams are really traveling to get to that hotel and stay like we have a 40 45 minute right. drive and we're at a hotel so like no one gets like bored on the bus ride or anything like we're just so excited to get there and like have energy then like you get to the hotel and, like as a freshman like i had never been there it was super cool like everything's mac like the hotel they just have everything out for the mac tournament and like all the teams were kind of getting there at the same time so it's kind of like everyone's like looking around <laughs> like oh, like, we're about to play them, like, we're going to beat them, like, you know, it was just super cool, but being there, I would say, like, the basketball experience was, of course, like, cool, and the atmosphere was great, but, like, being at the hotel with your team, and, like, being there for more than just one night, play a game, leave, like, it was just a nice experience to have with your team, especially that being the end of the season, like, you're all close already, like, you have, like, all these bonds built already, so, like, we, like, half of our team would go walk to get coffee or like do stuff. So it was very nice to be able to like actually bond with your team more at the end of the season and like kind of have a farewell with like your seniors and stuff. Definitely. Once the season ends, obviously you kind of found out about the coaching change pretty early on. Uh, talk about what was going through your head, especially being a freshman player that maybe felt insecure in your spot already. What were you thinking about the coach that recruited you leaving and not knowing what would be next? That was definitely a scare when she like told us that uh, one of my other freshmen like she didn't play either and we were super close and like we just we literally cried we were like oh my gosh like they're leaving like what are we gonna do and like that was my best friend so I was like dang like what if I leave or you leave and like right. we were just splitting up and we were so sad and like the season wasn't even over yet when we found out but it was definitely like nerve-wracking because it was like I was in a position where like I didn't have film to get in the transfer portal and maybe try and go somewhere and like mm -hmm. the coach Jackson leaving like we didn't know if she was going somewhere else immediately so it wasn't like hey take me with you like you know it was yeah. very it was definitely a scare but the coaches were like the staff was super supportive although like they were all losing their jobs too and going into a place of unknown and unknown is never comfortable but I would say that everything worked out the way it was supposed to 100%, but it was definitely a scare, and we were all like, oh, what's going to happen? Or like our seniors that had their fifth year, it was, are they coming back? Are they leaving? Right. So it was definitely a lot of unknown in the air, but it all settled and worked out, and Charles was doing a good job like communicating with our team for everything, so that was nice and a little calming. <laughs> That's awesome. So then Charles goes out. For those of you who don't know, Charles Guthrie, the athletic director at the University of Akron, goes out, hires Coach Gensler. Talk about maybe early on your early impressions, what you were thinking when he got the job. So as soon as Coach G got the job, 
he did a group Zoom call, like our team, well, the five or six of us that were left at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We all met in our team lounge and like got on a Zoom call with him. You know, he just talked to us, told us like he would call us all individually. And like, we were all kind of like, okay, like Zakia had previously been recruited from him when he was at Dayton. So like she kind of talked to us and was like, yeah, like he was nice. Like he recruited me here. Um, But I thought it was a super good first impression for him the fact that he called us all individually and was just like, hi, like, I want to meet you, introduce myself, like, this isn't something serious, like, I just want to say hi. And one of his first things that really stuck out to me that he said to us was, like, trust, like, being honest with him and being able to trust him and, like, the line is just, like, a bad thing. And that stuck out a lot to me because, like, I pride myself on trust and, like, I love when my friends are comfortable to come to me and just tell me things and, like, know that I'm not going to, like, betray that trust and, like, know that I'm not going to lie to them. So that was like huge to me and especially as a coach and being a male coach to females like you really do have to build that trust for us to be able to talk to you so i think he made a really great impression with that being like one of his first like foundation pieces of you can trust me and like i will always trust you until you give me a reason not to absolutely on the basketball side of things talk about some of the adjustments early on that you've had to make system from system obviously without revealing too much because we want to see you be successful this year talk about some of those adjustments you've had to make Yeah, so I would say one of the biggest adjustments is details. Last year, like, everyone did, like, everyone had their own little things that they did differently. Like, this year, like, we are all on the exact same page. Like, you do every little detail to a T, and, like, that's kind of our biggest foundation piece. And that was 100% the biggest change. Like, every little detail really does matter. And last year, I don't think we focused on that like we do this year. So that's 100% the biggest change. Moving into the season coming up, only a few more days, a couple, like a week, week and a half, 13 right? 13 days. 13 days at the time of recording. Uh, moving into the year, what are some of your expectations going forward? I would say my expectations going forward are honestly to have a very successful season. And with as much new that we have with our freshmen, with our transfers, like we really have like come together as a group on and off the court. So honestly, I think we're in for a very successful season. What's your pitch to students to come and attend the women's basketball games? Because I think they're very fun. I think it'd be cool to get more students out to them. It would be amazing to get more students at our games because, like, as much as we're not dunking or, like, doing everything (laughs) crazy, like, we really do, like, put in as much work as the guys do. And, like, we're, we're also here to support them. And, like, we go to their stuff. So just having that atmosphere at home, like, that advantage is something that, like, we really want like having that advantage is really something that does make a difference when we go to other schools and like they have all these fans we're like dang like why don't we have all these fans and like especially going to kent like boo kent but like they have so many people at their girls games like having that atmosphere makes a huge difference so it would be wonderful if everyone came and supported us talk about the camaraderie between all the different athletics at the university of akron you touched on that a little bit it seems to be something that is special to this university. I, you don't see it many other places. Yeah, um, I am super close with girls lacrosse. I'm friends with a lot of girls on girls soccer. Um, volleyball, we're super close with like the men's and women's team. Like athletes very much have athletes backs on campus. Like if I were to see like any other athlete, like we probably know each other. We've probably talked and had a conversation. And like with SAC, like we all go to each other's games and really support each other. I think other than athletes, like just getting everyone there will make a huge difference. You have your first exhibition game on November 2nd at 7.30 against Walsh here at 
James A. Rhodes Arena. Talk about your expectations for this opening game before you head into the regular season. I think this opening game will be really special to see our team actually bring everything together for a game setting because we've already had an inner squad scrimmage. We have a scrimmage coming up this Saturday. But that first exhibition game, I think, will honestly be special because all the work you've put in the offseason and in the summer, like bringing it all together and seeing us actually like be successful is going to be like a great thing to see and just a great feeling because like you put in so much work and now it's finally coming together. And then the regular season opens up again at home against Oakland. What are you looking for in a regular season game? How does it feel as a player to finally begin your regular season and know that the grind of the season is really about to begin? It feels amazing. Again, we come here from the beginning of June and we are here up until forever. We're <laughs> always here. And like, again, putting in all that work, doing the conditioning, the lifts, and like seeing everything come together and the bonding that we've put in, like with, again, all of the new, all the bonding off the court really seeing it come together on the court and being able to like play together it's just going to be really nice to see and like once you play and like we're going to win so once we play and we see like the success it's like wow like this is really all worth it like we put in the work and we're seeing the results that we need one key point that i see on your schedule that you're probably very excited for is the daytona beach classic talk about that experience what you're excited for and maybe how your teammates can all bond on that trip despite the basketball aspect of it yeah that'll be an awesome trip last year we took a trip similar to that we played out in florida and again we were it is a very nice bonding experience because it's not it's not the beginning of the season it's not the end of the season like we're there it's the middle of the season like we get to go up there and like be together as a team and do more than just being at the hotel for one night and traveling and leaving like we'll walk around downtown we'll go get ice cream like it's just it really is important to have those off the court bonding moments to be so successful on the court absolutely and then some people refer to conference play as a second season you guys open conference play on january 3rd at ohio talk about the mindset switch from playing non-conference to conference so honestly i would say our mindset this year as a team is playing every game like it's the same every game is that could be your last chance it could be this before you get injured so i feel like Yes, it is a new season. Like, that's the MAC play. Um, but I think every game should be played the same with the same level of competing. But obviously winning the MAC is a goal. Like, that's obviously always going to be a goal. So the MAC play is definitely more competitive, and I think it brings more attention. But I think the preseason or the pre-MAC games are just as important or more important to prepare you for the MAC play. And then obviously here at the University of Akron, an important game in any sport is Kent State. And the first time around on your schedule this year is January 20th here at home. Talk about that rivalry and what excites you for it and why do you personally dislike the electric chickens as we call them up here? <laughs> um, I would say for me it's a super exciting game because coming from St. V and always having that rivalry aspect there with Hoban and Walsh like being able to come to a college and like have that same like close schools like they're in like a good distance of each other and being able to like compete in every sport it being like oh this is our rivalry let's lock into this game I feel like it sticks out to me because of that I would say honestly just being a freshman last year knowing that like my upperclassmen everyone was like oh like this is our game mm -hmm. like 
we don't like Kent. I'm just like, okay, yes, like we don't like Kent. So like, <laughs> again, being used to that aspect of rivals, like I'm just like locked into this is the big game. Like, but I don't, I don't have anything specific against Kent. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Before we get ready to close out, a couple more questions for you more on the personal level. I like to give everybody a chance in any podcast that I do to shout out some people along their journey that have helped them or that are special to you in any way that you wanted to give special attention to. So the floor is yours on that. Okay. Um, I would say first, of course, I would give a big shout out to my family because without my brothers, I would have never had that natural <laughs> aggression. Um, <laughs> definitely to my mom for always being like supportive. She doesn't really know much about the details of sports, but she was always like that positive person mm -hmm. after every game. And on the flip side of that, my dad, shout out to him. He was <laughs> not always that positive person, but he was the person who pushed me. If I didn't want to go to training that day, he was like, well, like you have to go. And now I'm at that point where it's like, I want to go. But he had to push me to get to where I needed to be. And without him, I really wouldn't be at the level that I'm at now. And then of course, to all of my extended family that's always like come to my games my uncle Aaron Elena they were huge supporters throughout my high school career just like coming to all my St. B games and bringing my cousins like they really like love coming to my games and it makes me really feel special like to go out there and compete for like my family watching then of course to my coaches throughout my whole life one of my youngest coaches Vince he would coach me when I was like 10 years old and he has always like held a place in my heart for like everything that he taught me. But most importantly, Carly Whitney, my high school coach, I love her. She pushed me more through, like really teaching me how to be a woman and a basketball player, like being able to balance the life of both. And she didn't just focus on basketball, like she really wanted to build like a personal bond with you. And like, I think that'll stick with me forever. I still talk to her to this day, like all the time. And then Andre, Galt, he was my SMAC coach throughout the whole time I was with SMAC. And he really just, like, puts that competitive drive, like, in you. And you want to compete and, like, do every little detail right. I would say those are my biggest. And then last question for you before we close out. If there's anybody out there that is maybe in the recruiting process or thinking that they can or can't play Division One basketball, what would your advice be to them as a student athlete? Never say you can't because – you can, and if you think like, oh, this person is better than me, that's great. They might be better than you now, but if you're willing to put in the work, like you can always do those little details because really in college, like that stuff matters. And if you think, oh, I'm not the best offensive person, don't be, like focus on what you do best. So I think never say can't because you can, you just have to push yourself and do the things that you might not think are as important or like, like I said, for me, like taking that new role, like if you're willing to take that role that a coach is asking you to do, that's definitely one of the biggest things. Like getting out of your own way is the biggest thing to do. Cause if you're talking to, your, to yourself negatively and you're like, oh, this person's better than me, I'm not gonna make it. Like you can. And also the biggest thing is trusting your own process. Because even if you come out of high school and you don't get recruited D1, but that's your dream, don't give up on it. Like you can go JUCO, you can go D2, go develop your game. And then maybe later in your process, you'll be where you want to be. But I would say never give up. And really it is everyone's own personal process and never compare yourself to other people. It's a fantastic answer. Well, Annie, thank you so much for being on and good luck the rest of your season. 
Thank you. Absolutely. And make sure to tune into Sports Power Talk every Sunday from 11 to 1 on 88.1 WZIP. And subscribe to the podcast, SPT Overtime, available on all streaming platforms. Once again, Annie Watson from Akron Zips Women's Basketball. Thank you.